welcome to the League of Melanated Gentlemen. Spencer is my name, and I am joined by the people that make this thing possible. Brandon. Straight from the multiverse, Jordan himself. (laughs) So normally, whenever we have an episode for you we before we get into the main topic we discuss you know something going on in the world something going on in fandom something for the culture you know something like that uh today we don't have the time because dr strange the multiverse of madness was fucking wild (laughs) and with that being the case there is a lot of content to cover so we are going to get straight into today's topic. And I would like to issue a spoiler warning, not only for this movie, but for everything that has been created up to this point. Because as we know, it's called the Multiverse of Madness. And so between the Melanated Gentlemen, we are definitely liable to talk about anything that has been released so far. There's a lot on the table. And so, again, if you have not caught up to or if you are unfamiliar with literally anything that has Marvel's name on it, then I am issuing a spoiler warning for that because we I, I know for a fact that we are going to bring up a lot of things. And with that being said, you have been warned And just Mm -hmm. know that there is a possibility that anything could come up. Everything is on the table. We're dealing with the multiverse. So just know that we are going to reference a lot of things that are out there. So leave leave and come back. Yeah, like be it TV shows, be it MCU movies, be it actual comic book content. There's there's a lot of, be it stuff that's not in the MCU, but that Marvel has made, um, you know, yeah. pre-MCU movies, Fox movies, any, like all of it is on the table today. So just know that if you are not caught up and if you do not have a point of reference for all of these things, that something may or may not get spoiled for you so if 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 that happens you just just, that that's that's just how it's gotta be so i'm going to give a synopsis of this movie um i'm going in with the assumption that you the listener have already seen this movie so i will try to keep it tight but also there's a lot here so you know we'll also uh have some uh things to talk about during the synopsis because we would like to give you a little more information about a couple of things, a couple people. So we open with a version of Dr. Stephen Strange and America Chavez running away from a demon. Now I'm going to stop right here because it is time for a teaching moment. And This teaching moment will be for America Chavez because this is the first time she has shown up in the MCU. And for anyone who is not familiar with the comic books, uh, you probably have no idea who she is or she is completely new to you. So 
uh, we're going to have a teaching moment so that you are at least a little bit familiar with the origins of America Chavez. Yes, America Chavez, a great new character, uh, obviously a new character to the MCU, but also kind of a newer character to Marvel Comics in general. Um, her origin story, I'll go with her powers. Her powers, at least according to Marvel Comics, I'm sure they'll add some stuff in the MCU, but she's pretty powerful. She has uh, superhuman strength, superhuman speed. She can fly. Uh, she's bulletproof. But also her main power is that uh, she can travel through the multiverse through star portals. Uh, she can create these portals by punching, you know, the air or stumping her feet. Or uh, as you saw in the movie, her eyes light up and sometimes it's based off of her emotions. But yeah, that's kind of her main power that she can travel through the multiverse, which she's done numerous times. Her origin uh, goes back to there was kind of a different uh, when researching there's a 616 version and then there's a different version the different version is more aligns with what we saw in the movie uh, basically there was a utopian uh, parallel realm where she was born with her and her two mothers uh, basically what happened was there was some mysterious uh, substance or source that uh, Kind of jumped into their uh they kind of try to try to interrupt their uh realm and try to destroy their realm and so to save everyone in the realm from this mysterious source her mother her mothers uh sacrificed themselves so that is consistent with the mcu the comic she does have two mothers shout out to her live your truth uh and so yeah her two mothers sacrificed themselves to um basically fix the realm and so uh, it can con continue to exist. Now with uh, America Chavez, with her mother's dying, she obviously is hurt by that, angry, emotional, and that causes her to uh, create a portal accidentally. And that kind of sucks her to uh, through, mo through the multiverse. And she was about six when that happened, six years old. And essentially uh, she traveled through many different uh, multiverse and many different realms. And she ended up uh, hitting Earth 616 around teenage years. And then from there, she joins the Young Avengers and goes, you know, uh, from there, there on. But yeah, that's kind of her origin story, which kind of pretty much aligns with the MCU. We didn't get a ton of her backstory in the movie. So that, from what we know, it aligns with it. So yeah, that was our teaching moment for America Chavez. This has been a teaching moment. <laughs> So they are in a very colorful, currently unknown dimension looking for the Book of Ashanti. The Book of Ashanti is pretty much a book that will allow any sorcerer any power that they need to get anything done that they need. So the demon wants to take America's power. This Doctor Strange decides that he's going to take it from her so that the demon can't with the excuse of, you know, for the greater good and whatnot. Um... Doctor Strange goes into this knowing that taking her power will kill her, but, you know, the greater good. Um, Doctor Strange is killed by the demon before he's able to do that. America opens up a portal and escapes to the MCU universe with which we are familiar, which is Earth 616 in this case, along with the corpse of the Doctor Strange that she was with. Our Doctor Strange wakes up after seeing these events unfold in what feels like a dream that he was having. 
So he's dreaming about these events as they're occurring. Uh, we then see Dr. Strange attend the wedding of Christine, uh, Dr. Palmer, his love interest from the first movie. Um, during the reception, there's an invisible force causing havoc in the streets. Dr. Strange, of course, suits up. He releases or reveals this invisible force, and it happens to be Shumagorath, which is a giant octopus-like creature with a, um, a big giant eye. Um, very kaiju-like um, in this case. It's trying to kidnap America Chavez. Dr. Strange and Wong are able to defeat the creature, and America explains to them that she's being hunted for her power, which is to travel through the multiverse using her portals. Dr. Strange notices witchcraft markings on the creature, so he goes to Wanda Maximoff for assistance. After talking to her, he realizes that she's the one responsible for these attacks and the one hunting America. So mm. um, she is fully the Scarlet Witch now, and she wants to use America's power to get to a universe where she can be with her children, Billy and Tommy. Those are the children uh, from her time in Westview. Uh, she asks Dr. Strange to give up America peacefully, and of course, he declines. Uh, so Wanda shows up and attacks the Sanctum, Sanctor Sanctum Santorum, killing multiple wizards. America escapes into a different universe, which we later find out is Earth 838. Uh, Wanda uses the Darkhold to dreamwalk. What dreamwalking is, it's whenever you take control of your counterpart from a different universe. I forgot to mention, uh, she escapes with uh, Doctor Strange as well. Um, one of the wizards from the Sanctum Santorum uh, survives, and she sacrifices herself to destroy the Darkhold. The Darkhold is the big, giant, magic, evil book that um, Wanda is using to do these spells and, you know, Scarlet Witch and whatnot. Um, it breaks the dream walk. Wanda forces Wong to give her an alternate solution so that she can continue to do this. Wong reveals that the Darkhold is actually a transcription from uh, pretty much wall graffiti on a remote mountain and she makes Wong take her to this mountain where the Darkhold, the OG Darkhold is. So Dr. Mm -hmm. Strange and America go to the Sanctum Santorum of the Earth that they're on, and they find that Mordo is the Sorcerer Supreme, and the 838 Dr. Strange sacrificed himself to save the world. They are pretty much arrested and taken before the Illuminati. So now we have for you another teaching moment. Because we got to talk about what the Illuminati is. So uh, take it away. So I'm going to start with the comic version of the Illuminati and now I'll get in kind of the MCU version of the Illuminati. Um, so the Illuminati, kind of like in the movie, how they said they respond to crises that are like planetary. Um, so that is, that, that is very consistent with how the comics go as well. The first appearance of this team is in 2005. And actually, Iron Man is the one who put the team together. Uh, this team consists of Black Bolt. Um, Black Bolt, who we see in the movie, he has um, the powers to... His voice can basically destroy things. So he, he, he doesn't talk. He uses telepathy to kind of communicate. Um, we also have Doctor Strange on the team. You know, Doctor Strange is Doctor Strange. Um, we have Iron Man, Mr. Fantastic, who we see in the movie, Um which I'll kind of talk about that in a minute, but we see Dr. Strange, uh, Dark, uh, I'm not sorry. We see Ms. Fantastic. Uh, Namor is on the team. 
Um, he is the king of Atlantis, uh, Professor X, who is the leader of the X-Men, and we also see Black Panther. So this team kind of represents, in the comics, kind of represents uh, the Inhumans with Black Bolt, Doctor Strange with the Magic Universe, Iron Man with technology, Mr. Fantastic for the Fantastic Four, Namor with all of Atlantis, uh, Professor X with all of the mutants and X-Men, and Black Panthers, you know, all of Wakanda. Uh, so they respond to all planetary threats, such as uh, they were responsible for sending the Hulk into outer space, which caused um, World War Hulk and Planet Hulk. Uh, they're also responsible for stopping the incursions, so kind of like in a movie, um, the incursions happen. So in the comics, that's also consistent with what happened. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the comics version of them. The MCU version uh, is a little bit different. So in this universe, we saw uh, Monica Rambeau, um, who, if you remember, she was in uh, Captain Marvel. Um, so she took over in this universe. Uh, she's Captain Marvel. We also see, we also see Sharon Carter. Um, or Not sorry, Sharon, Peggy Carter. We see Peggy Carter. Uh, who was the love interest of Captain America. And we see her as Captain Britain in this universe. We also see, which blew everyone's mind, uh, including my little brain, uh, John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic. Um, you mm -hmm. know, he is he is the leader of the Fantastic Four. And I'm sure we're going to talk about that way more because um, everyone was super excited for that. Um, the biggest one that I was excited for, though, is seeing the return of Professor X um, from the Fox universe. So he is also a member of the Illuminati. Uh, we see a version of Baron Mordo. Um, this version is, um, I guess, quote unquote, good in this universe. Uh, he, he isn't out for Doctor Strange or so we think so. Um, we also see um, also see Doctor Strange. But in this universe, uh, we actually find out that he actually possessed a dark hold. And, you know, we have to take him out. We'll talk about that later. And then finally, we see Black Bolt, which when we saw Black Bolt, I don't know if you guys knew, but that Black Bolt is Black Bolt from the Inhumans TV show. So, yeah, yeah, that is the teaching moment for the Illuminati. So, um, as was mentioned, the Illuminati in this universe includes uh, Mordo, Peggy Carter, Maria Rambeau as Captain Marvel, Reed Richards, Black Bolt and Charles Xavier. They let Doctor Strange know that their Doctor Strange used the Darkhold, which caused an incursion, which an incursion means two universes collapsing on top of each other, destroying one or the other. Uh, they decide to kill that Doctor Strange, but the world needed a hero, so they build a statue and they say that he sacrificed himself for the world and whatnot so that the people are good. Uh, they were about to rule on the matter because... That's what they do. They're a council that rules on matters. Uh, but uh, Wanda shows up killing people through dreamwalking. Mm -hmm. So they um, they go confront her. She kills each member of the Illuminati in a pretty graphic but still PG-13 manner. Uh, except for Mordo. Mordo's the only one she doesn't kill uh, because Mordo is still in there with Doctor Strange. So Mordo and Doctor Strange have a hand-to-hand -hand fight. Doctor Strange wins. And now it's time to escape. So America, Christine Palmer, uh, who in this universe is a scientist and a doctor who studies multiversal situations and who, of course, is involved here. Um, and Doctor Strange, uh, they get into the space between universes. So we later find out 
the space between universes is where the movie opened up, that colorful area where they were trying to get the Book of Ashanti. So they go into the space between universes to get the Book of Ashanti. Wanda follows them there. She destroys it. She takes over America's mind, uses her power to send Doctor Strange and Christine to the world where the incursion happened. And then she took America back to 616 so Wanda can extract her powers in person. Uh, Doctor Strange meets an alternate version of himself on the incursion Earth. He defeats himself in battle. And then he dreamwalks in the 616 universe using the corpse that America brought with her. <laughs> so uh, then... I'm glad you got a hold of this. So then Doctor Strange and Wong are able to save America from the extraction that Wanda's trying to perform. And America sends Wanda to Earth 838. This is the Earth that they were just on. This is the Wanda that she was dreamwalking as to get things done. So she sends her to that Earth and she sees the fear in her boy's eyes because they are afraid of what she has become. So she is, you know, attacking that Wanda saying, you know, I'm their mother. And these boys are just ruined. Traumatized. Yeah, they're going to need yeah. counseling after seeing Absolutely. this. Um, <laughs> so after she sees the fear in their eyes, Wanda decides to destroy the Darkhold across the multiverse and allegedly sacrificing herself to do it. I say allegedly because we know that in comic books, they don't die if you don't see a body. Mm -hmm. right. So, or unless it's a soul stone. So you can even see the body and they still come back alive. Well, we just watched Doctor Strange do that, but he he was a corpse. So, but yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. If uh, if it's if it's the soul stone, or if it's Uncle Ben, then they're really <laughs> dead. Otherwise, <laughs> it's up in the air. Uh. So, um. America returns Christine to her own universe. The next time we see anyone, uh, America is training with the other wizards in the rebuilt Sanctum Santorum in 616. Doctor Strange gets his third eye. Clea shows up and tells him that his actions have caused an incursion and invites him to help her fix it. And Doctor Strange follows her into the dark dimension. Can, can, can we just... In post production, we need to have some hand claps going. That was that was magnificent. That, that was, was good. That was impressive. Yeah, that was very impressive. Thank you. Thank I just you. relived the movie. I literally just saw the movie in my head. Yeah, yeah. for real. Now uh, that okay. brings us to another teaching moment because uh, Charlize shows up, and I know that when I saw Charlize, I was like, "Uh, who the fuck is that?" And so we need to talk about who Clea is. And so take it away. Yes, sir. Uh, Clea, uh, she's probably Dr. Strange's, uh, in the comic books, his longest love interest he's ever had. Um, and I know I read, read a lot of Dr. Strange books. Oh, he's one of my favorite characters. And I would always see Clea, but would never know where the hell she came from. She was just always there. She was always like, would tell Dr. Strange the, Strange the truth. So basically her origin story is pretty, pretty simple. Um, she's from the dark dimension. Uh, her dad was Prince uh, Arini, I believe. And he served Dormammu 
and Dormammu is the ruler of the dark dimension. So basically, uh, Clea worshipped Dormammu. And essentially, I'll basically just tell you how Doctor Strange and how uh, Clea meet, and then uh, it's pretty simple from there. Uh, essentially, uh, the ain't so Dormammu's trying to take over the take over Earth, right? The ancient ones like, yo, Doctor Strange, I'm gonna need you to go down there and handle that. Like, I'm gonna need you to to handle that. My man's coming for us. And then Doctor Strange's like, all right, all right, I got you. So he goes down there, and Clea's down there, and Clea sees him and like, oh, okay, handsome guy. Okay, what are you doing down here? And she's like, well, you know, I'm about to handle your boy, Dormammu. She's like, well, you don't you don't really want these problems. Like, Dormammu is an interdimensional like being. He's one of the most powerful uh, beings out there. He's like, no, nah, I got this. And so um, Dormammu sees this and thinks Clea is being is betraying him. So he imprisons Clea. Uh, and so Dormammu and Doctor Strange are fighting. They're dueling. They're doing their thing. And for some reason or another, this being called the Mindless Ones gets released. And the Mindless Ones are basically like just destroy everything. Like you don't like it doesn't matter what it is. It just destroys it. And Dormammu's, you know, he likes his property. He likes his he likes his dimension. He don't want to get it messed with. So him and uh, Dormammu and Doctor Strange work together to uh, imprison the mindless ones again, so everything's fine. And so, with, Dorm with Dr. Strange helping Dormammu, Dorm uh, Dr. Strange's like, yo, you owe me. Like, what, what, what you gonna pay up? And he's like, well, you know, uh, what do you want? And Dr. Strange's like, well, first of all, I'm gonna need you to not try to take over Earth. And secondly, I'm gonna need you to release Clea over there. She's kind of cute. I need you to release her. And he does that for him. And so, you know, of course, Clea is like, oh, that's nice. Very nice of him. And so eventually Clea sees that Dark Dimension isn't the greatest place to be. She eventually makes her way up to Earth, uh, gets connected with Doctor Strange and uh, the rest is history. But that's kind of Clea is very powerful. She's a sorcerer. She eventually becomes a sorcerer supreme of the Dark Dimension. So she's really powerful. As you can see in the movie, she just like cut through and they jump to the dark dimension. So yeah, she's a pretty important character. I'm very glad to see her. I think them two will be a great dynamic moving forward, especially with that type of actor. Uh, she's great. So yeah, that is our teaching moment for Clea. So Jordan, what are your thoughts on this movie? How do you, how do you feel about it? What are you thinking? So to start things off, um, I saw this on a Saturday night, uh, Saturday, and I don't know if it was night, but I saw Saturday. I actually watched the first Doctor Strange before because I had only seen that movie once before when it first Just, released. See, you, you always got to do homework and we're going to talk about homework. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm actually bit. I'm actually happy I did because I caught a few things that was in the first that was referenced on the second one. But overall, man, I thought the movie was really great. Um, just like the first one, the visuals on this on this movie was excellent. The time, the, no, not time traveling, the multiverse traveling, uh, all the background stuff. It, it literally looks so beautiful. Um, the characters, I, I loved all the characters in the movie. Um, it, I had a really great time. The movie, it got a little dark, which I actually I didn't mind it being a little dark. And actually, I think it almost like gave a refreshness kind of to the MCU for me, like. I like to see stuff go a little bit darker, so I really, I really enjoyed that tone of the movie. Um, I think Sam Raimi, Sam Raimi did a really good job uh, with this movie, and 
I mean, one of the big things to watch. Oh, and Wanda. Wanda was great. Yeah, uh, we could talk about that more uh, in depth detail. Yeah. But I had a really great time with this movie, especially coming off seeing Doctor Strange and, um, and Spider-Man, seeing how he was in there dealing with a teenager and now he's dealing with another teenager. Um, I feel like he has a more respect for kids now. So that was my quick overview thoughts. What about you, Spencer? I really enjoyed it. Um, the second act was a horror film. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was worried. Uh, Wanda was frightening. Yeah. And, oh God, it, that was that was a horror movie. Uh, that that second act, I don't I don't care what anybody says. They if that's what they were going for, they handled that because uh, I I was worried. Like I was like. Uh, Oh, you scary! Like, I, mm, no, you don't. I you mean, don't want these problems. And Sam Raimi's he's he's directed you know quite a bit of horror movies. Yeah, like I feel like he's done the Spider-Man movies and then horror movies. Yeah, that's really what it right. is. Right, that's his right. resume. So, um, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, so some of the things that um, one one of the things, and and I have more questions later, but. Just real quick, does Wanda have an accent or not? <laughs> I think she locked us. She she's been in America too long. Yeah, they they took that away. Like yeah, they gave after up on Ultron. That. Yeah, I think it was Ultron. They gave up on it. Yeah, and that's where we met her. Was in Ultron. Yeah. Uh, so, so I mean, she's been in America. What what year was that? Twenty no twenty fourteen maybe. The Age of Ultron came out maybe, and so you know the. the yeah. The timeline basically kind of aged with us. Maybe she's been in America so long. She's just like I think it really American. just I think she just like magicked her accent away because there you go. once That's she explained everything. Once she distorted reality in WandaVision, she didn't have one at all. And then whenever the people showed up uh trying to like get in and she was like, uh, you can get the fuck out. She kinda had an accent still whenever they played uh, back and forth with it a lot. Yeah, and when the movie was happening, I she like thought about having an accent, and it was like, no, no, I'm good. And yeah. she'd think up, and she'd be like, "Do I want to have a little?" No, I don't. I don't need it. Like, to be honest, she, with you, I forget she even had. I forgot she was even supposed to be somewhere else. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like in in this movie, um, that's why I'm asking the question. Like, did did she have an accent or or no? Nope. Um, I think they just I think they just scrapped it because it was just like at this point what's the purpose of it and I think the actor was like ew it's kind of hard to <laughs> perform to my best with this like weird accent that's not really and other know. than other than the accent inconsistency yeah Elizabeth Olsen uh, did a very good job in my opinion mm-hmm. with uh, oh absolutely yeah like with, with the Scarlet Witch and all of that um I noticed some callbacks. Um, one of the callbacks that I noticed was in the first Doctor Strange, that little magic pot yep. that uh, Christine used. He's he, like, you don't... <laughs> yeah, he he could not like, yeah. Uh, dude was like, you know how to use that, do you? Yeah, he's like, you don't know how to use that, do you? Uh, and now Chris- we see Christine knew how to use it. And, <laughs> that was good. Uh, yeah, Christine got some stuff done with it. I remember. <laughs> And again, it's good to do your homework because I forgot that the ancient one was like, open your eye and touched his forehead. And 
he opened that mug in this movie. Yeah. He did. Right. We saw that at the end. He didn't mean to. It hurt a little bit, but he did. Um, nope. They called back to a few things in What If. They, yeah. uh, Captain Carter is one of the things they called back to, of course. Uh, they called back to zombies by using Corpse Strange. Yeah. Uh, that was interesting and weird. Um, the strange in the um, incursion. Yeah, I thought that was the same yeah. one from what yeah, uh, yeah, Strange Supreme. Yeah, yeah. Like that that one. Yeah, just a, a very dark looking Doctor Strange. Yeah, they called back to that as well. Um, I noticed that Charles quoted himself, kinda. I don't know if he it actually did. put it himself was, or if it was like a paraphrase, but they definitely... No, straight quote. Yeah, he pulled a line from himself. Uh, something to the effect of just because someone stumbles doesn't mean they've lost their way or yep. they're completely lost. And, and you know, the mind reader would be the one to determine if his intentions are pure. That, and the mind reader, the mind reader was the one who was like, hey, we should probably, you know, give him a chance. Like, if the mind reader's telling you that, then... Uh, you know, it's pretty clear what we need to do. Yeah, right. But um, I thought it was interesting that there was a lot of uh, subtle Jesus comparisons because we watched Ooh. Doctor Strange turn water into wine. We watched Doctor Strange die and get revived. Look at Spencer. And, stuff. I didn't even think about none of that. And we saw Doctor Strange say... Um, whenever they did the are you happy he was like I'm pretty much godlike why wouldn't I be happy yeah. so um, I, I just noticed you know a little bit of that because normally when I watch things the first time I watch it I watch it just as a viewer the second time I watch it I watch it in analysis mode uh, because I knew that we were doing this I walked in in analysis mode so I'm looking for things look at you right. I got a few things I noticed too yeah, I'll get to we'll, that later. Yeah, we'll get we'll get oh yeah, we're gonna get into all that. Um so anyway, I enjoyed this movie. I will need to watch it again to see like where I would rank it or where it is in my numbers, but right now it's looking kind of high. Like mm. it's um it's again, I need to watch it a second time, but it's probably in the top 10 today. That may change. But Pretty good. if you're asking me right now, like for MCU. It's uh, it's in the top ten. I can definitely see it. Yeah, I can definitely see it. Um, uh, for me, I uh, I really enjoyed myself. Like I, you know, Doctor Strange is probably top five favorite superheroes in general. So I was really scared for this movie. Like I didn't know where it was gonna go. Um, I think. I think some people I've seen some criticism, so I I feel like people's expectations maybe hurt them on this, but I don't think the movie did a bunch of like. Obviously, every movie makes mistakes, but I think if you in there with just uh, a very like open mindset, you just had a you had a great time. Uh, and I have a few notes that like, uh, I, like uh, Jordan said, like the visuals outstanding, like the. the like visual effects were amazing, especially all the stuff they had to do. And then like the practical uh, makeup and stuff they did for like the um, zombie uh, Dr. Strange was amazing. Like, and then the portals look really good. Yeah. And then 
the special effects for when people's getting murked, getting just de- getting just just getting destroyed out here. And like you said, the, it was definitely horror. Um, I really appreciated that because Doctor Strange is just in the comics. Like he can turn horror really fast. Yeah, he walks in dark. the wrong realm. Yeah, if he walks in the wrong room, it gets crazy. So yeah, I appreciated that. Um, I loved America Chavez. I wish we would have got a little more of her backstory, but I thought, like you said, her relationship with um, with Doctor Strange, I thought was funny. You know, it was kind of similar to Spider-Man and Doctor Strange's relationship. He was a little more of an asshole to, to Spider-Man, but correctly so. I mean, he messed up a whole spell. Yeah. So um, the Illuminati scenes, I was shocked by that. I was a Bro. little upset by it by some things but Bro, we'll yeah. talk about that later yeah we'll talk about that later uh but i thoroughly enjoyed it and like that i literally was like oh shit like i had to hold on to a person next to me like i was i was flipping out uh i love to see black bolt i love oh, and i'm man. glad they, I'm, I'm glad they showed his powers that's one of my favorite parts was they showed what he could i was wor- i was worried i was worried about that i was yeah i like you like i like black bolt and i thought they were gonna yeah. like not show his power at all it's always right, a little weird right. about that, but they did really good. Really. Yeah, his, his suit was a little. Uh, I've heard someone say what? undercooked. Uh, it was a little. Mm. Oh. It, was, it was cool though. I, I was I was happy. Don't get me wrong, but it's yeah. It was a little, I would have to I would have it to was, see it again because it was, was kind of cosplayish. So oh, let's kind of cosplay. Let's let's go ahead and start with the Illuminati. Um, as far as you know, breaking down certain things. So, okay. I also agree. Uh, I wanted them to show Black Bolt's power, and I'm really glad they did because right. I was worried that we just weren't that that just wasn't going to be addressed at all. I love that Charles was in the gold chair, like dude. That, oh I my god, flipped the fuck out when I saw that. <laughs> when I saw the gold chair, I was like, oh my god. Bro, the little theme music underneath. Bro, oh, t- oh my god, I'm telling you, yeah, I've been flipped out when I heard that, when I heard the theme go off. You see him rolling the Bro. chair. I grabbed my white hand. I was like, oh my god. I was like, I've never, I've <laughs> never thought we would have saw like the actual, the actual '90s yeah. hover chair. Yeah, I did movie. not think yeah. we were gonna see the gold chair, and I'm so like that was that was the thing because I mean the. Uh, trailer let us know the Illuminati was going to happen. And in that trailer, we heard, clearly heard Sir Patrick Stewart. Like, there was no question about that. And they could have done, you know, the okie doke where they do some shit in the trailer that never happens. But I I was pretty sure, like, if they're going to go, if they're going to go that far, then we're going to see Charles. And then um but yeah, when he when he showed up in the oh I was I was not prepared. That was the thing I wasn't ready for. Yeah, it was a couple things I wasn't ready for. And then when Charles used his uh mind reading ability, you can kind of see um the waves. Yeah, they did the cartoon. Yeah, 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 that was nice. I'm glad they did that. Yeah, they they paid they they paid homage to it very well. Yeah. Um I don't think I don't even think none of the Fox movies even attempted to do that no no they didn't bro it was it was way too practical they they literally had him in a wheelchair and you didn't see anything as far as when he just you just went in like up to his head and then they to the next scene but yeah bro this was which they did it with if you think about it they did that same thing with spider-man in the last movie when spider-man got pushed out of his uh when he got pushed into the astral form you see his spidey sense go off above his head 
And so oh, I yeah, guess they, yeah. they were like, uh, hey, we can do that same thing with Charles. Right, 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 right. Yeah, so that was uh, yeah. oh, that was so good. Um, I I like seeing Captain Carter. Um, I'm glad to. Oh, I, I'm glad she was I thought it was dope. Rise. Yeah, I thought it was dope. That one, I was like, okay. I'm glad they I, liked, I didn't like what if, but... Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm cool with the fact that they uh, use Maria instead of uh, Brie Larson. I, oh yeah, I, yeah. I think I, I think I support that decision. Yeah, I think everybody oh, does. Oh, I call yeah. her Monica. Huh? I mean Maria. Yeah, um, that's her daughter. But yeah. Speaking of um, real quick back to Peggy. Did y'all watch um, Agent Carter the TV oh, show? Yeah, she did have a show. I forgot she had a show. I did not. I watch didn't. It. Yeah, I, so didn't. I did. I I, I enjoyed it. Um, it wasn't like my favorite, but I, I enjoyed it. Um, they entered, they showed like Jarvis uh, as a butler, you know, before it became an AI. Uh, they also showed Tony Stark's father. Um, so it was it was a nice time piece, I would definitely say, because you know it was like back in like the forties or something. So good I'm glad she show. got that. I'm glad she got that look though. Like she's put in some years with the MCU. I'm glad she got oh, that yeah. like yeah for and, real and- for real superhero look. And the fact that she's willing to continue, because there are some people that are like, I don't want to do it anymore. And she's like, exactly. no, no, keep them coming. Yeah. yeah, she, yeah, was great. yeah. She, she was she even, great. In What If, she, she voiced was. Captain Carter. So I was like, yeah. oh, she's, she's she all in. Yeah. Um, Not to her. So uh, Reed Richards. Oh, man. If you ask me who they need to cast as Reed Richards, that's my answer. That's that was all the fans' answers. Yeah, like that's and that's been my answer for years. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So the fact that we got him, uh, the only thing I wonder, we have seen through Spider-Man that different people can play the same person, but we've also seen through this that in most cases it's going to be the same person. So if they tackle the Fantastic Four. Do you think it's going to be him or do you think it will be someone else? I think it'll be someone else. As much as I want him, I think it'll be somebody else. You saying, Brennan? Yeah, I think they're going to do the whole like Loki where there's, you know, a Loki on this universe, but then the Loki on this universe is a woman or not necessarily it's going to be a woman, but they're going to just use that as, you know, it's a variant. It's a different type of person. So I, I just don't think he... I think the way they did him in this movie kind of showed like they gave you what you wanted, gave the fans what they wanted. Yeah. But for the movie, they're going to go in a different direction. Yeah. I and agree he, he wasn't, I don't know. I think he did a solid job acting. I, obviously, he didn't have much to do, much to say, but I don't know. I always felt like uh, Reed Richards is kind of a, kind of like a pompous. Yeah, like, so like he, yeah, that dude, he, like, he's, he's done some, yeah, bro, he's done some shit over time. That he's, he's, he's like, got bro. A bit of a, he's got a little bit of a superiority complex, um, yeah, but absolutely. most most of the genius level intellects do, yeah, in this absolutely. Universe. Like, no, that's, absolutely. That's, that's, that's a system. part of being at that level when um, no, other than it. T'Challa, who, yeah, has a genius. He's T'Challa's probably in the top 10 of intelligence and. Is still pretty humble, even though he's the king of the richest country on earth. Right, 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 right. Yeah, oh, I was gonna I, say. Uh, oh, what you saying, Brandon? Oh no, saying like I was gonna say, I I would like it to be him, but hey, if it's not, I mean, 
there's plenty of other actors out there, but it was dope to see him as it. It was dope. I think when Christine mentioned, like, we're in the Baxter building, I was like, oh, shit. I was like, she just called it the Baxter building? I was like, so are we going to see people? And then that John and as Fantas- Miss Fantastic end up showing up. That's right. That's right. I forgot about that. I knew that sounded familiar. Just yeah. playing, like, the game, but I couldn't remember. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I... So, I wonder what the situation is going to be with 616 Mordo because at the end of uh, Doctor Strange, he said that's that's the problem. Too many wizards. Yeah, he's still in the hunt. He's he's hunting. So, we have yet to see what that Mordo is going to do. I kind of wonder if these two Mordos are going to get together and do some stuff. Um, That seems to be a theme. Yeah, see, that'd be interesting if if that happens. Because Mordo's still I will mad. Say, Both Mordo's are mad now. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, as far as the Illuminati scene, my only issue, and I understand the reasoning behind it. You want to make Wanda look great. We understand Scarlet Witch, big time, right? Probably top five most powerful. But the way she took out some of these people, and this is supposedly the smartest humans on or people on earth and these fools thought we could run up and just like walk in front of uh, scarlet witch and be like hey stop now like what now firstly um what she did i'm gonna i'm gonna ask yeah i'm gonna ask (laughs) all of you what you think because personally a neck is my favorite uh tv and movie kill and there was a neck in this movie however (laughs) What she did to Black Bolt. Dude, everybody in the theater. I was not ready. Nobody was. For that. Uh, That's why I said graphic, but PG-13 still, because if this movie had been rated R. Yeah, his head would have exploded. Oh, oh my God. He was basically like, um, she's like, oh, he can can destroy you with one word, uh, with one word in his mouth. And she's like, what mouth? What mouth? And I was like, oh, this is not good. This is not good. He's going to, oh, God, this is not good. And then he blew the back of his own head. Yeah. <laughs> and I think yeah. I think he got it the worst. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, my. Because he, oh, uh, that was so graphic. And yet it wasn't. Yeah. No, right. that, that, was, that was pretty. I mean, I feel like the way they all kind of died was a little crazy. Yeah. She turned Reed into Silly String, which. Yeah. I am assuming uh, hurt a lot, uh, and and again, very much in the horror movie genre. She was like, uh, "Is their mother still still alive?" Oh yeah, yeah. that was, that was a great that was a tough line. line. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. great. Is their mother still alive? Yes. Then there will be someone to raise them. Yeah, yeah. and strung his ass up. I mean, she basically yeah. kept stretching oh. him until he couldn't stretch anymore, and kept going. Until yeah. he trained him exploded yeah and uh yeah she she cut the captain in half (laughs) and i don't like how monica went out or i'm sorry how maria went out oh she just got crushed on that yeah that i was like because when that happened i was like she's not dead yeah i was like that's i feel like for a superhero that's a viral yeah she she yeah unless wanda took her power away and then she was crushed but I don't think that's what happened because nah, yeah. 
if if we're if we're comparing this Captain Marvel to what we have seen, I think a Thanos punch or a Thanos headbutt rather would hurt a lot more than being crushed by whatever that was. Yeah. And uh she ate that shit. Like Thanos tried to headbutt her and she did not flinch at all. Yeah. But she could be crushed. Okay. That's fine. Now, here I am trying to make logical sense out of a movie where she's literally warping reality. But you know, they they could have come up with something better. I'd- I do want to. I do want to address something that Brandon said though about how they thought they could just walk upon her. I think the only person who probably would have stood a chance to even take Wanda down was Charles, because he could he could have basically shut her brain down, um, and he tried to help her out. And on that scene, so I don't know if you guys know what the White Hot Room is, uh, but basically the White Hot Room in X Men is a place where the Phoenix goes, and it's just a pitch all white room. Or basically, the phoenix goes to basically recover, or um, can let out, I guess, steam power, or whatever she wants to. I thought that was all white room, which it could have been, uh, could have not been, where he's trying to help Wanda escape. Um, but it's always inside your mind and never explained it. Um, but I just thought, that, but the, I just thought that's what that was. But I think Charles was the only one who could have stopped Wanda. But he's such a pacifist that he didn't. Yeah, because. Uh... Black Bolt. I I don't know if Black Bolt could have, but uh, that that'd be a tough fight. Um, between that. So then, what are your thoughts on America Chavez, or rather the, I guess the actress who played America Chavez and all that? Brandon, I thought she did great. Yeah, I, I did too. But Brandon, you want to go? Sure. Yeah, I I thought she was amazing. Honestly, um. She's one of my favorite characters in the entire movie. Like she was, uh, she was funny. She was like very like Gen. I don't even know what generation generation that is. It's not Gen Z, but it's like Gen Y. I guess I don't know. I don't even know. But she was very like typical teenager. Like bro, like looking at him like bro, you're old. Like, he was saying some stuff, and she was like looking at him crazy. Um, and she, she just she showed great emotion with the like. Uh, she showed great emotion with the the like family scene scene where it showed like our two moms yeah. getting sucked away. Um, so yeah, it, I, th- I thought she was great. So that brings me to a question and we don't, we may not know the answer to this question, but we're going to see. So is she magic? Like is magic? What, what she, I, th- I think it's just something that she's born with. Like, it's just, I don't know if I don't because I don't know a lot about the character either, um, but I think it's just something that she's born with. Like she has the ability just to do it, kind of like a lot of superheroes. Like I don't I don't necessarily know like her origin or how she got her powers or anything. I don't think she's magic. It, in her origin, it says she has the two X gene. I don't I don't know what that means, but like she's born with a certain gene that allows her to do to have these powers. So, so she might be almost a mutant. I think I think the X gene is what they use to refer to mutants. Yeah, that's what I said. She, she might be almost a mutant. Because actually, I looked, I looked at her earlier, and her first appearance was in a comic called Vengeance, number one, and Magneto was trying to get a hold of her because they thought she was a mutant. But I haven't read it, so I don't know the whole story on that. And I asked uh, that question because, and I mean, the MCU, you know, they, they do what they want, but she's training in the Sanctum Santorum. Yeah. So 
that would the fact that she's making sparks would lead me to believe that she's magic but that and this could be completely separate i mean what about ned that's what, what i'm saying <laughs> like, it, it, they could be completely separate yeah. so i don't know um but okay i didn't know if she was involved with magic in the comic books and with that being the case i didn't know if she would be I didn't know if magic was going to be something that she was involved with anyway, because yeah. usually when it comes to multiversal travel, uh, magic is going to be the easiest way to do it because science, you got to work for it a little bit. Yeah, but with right. magic, you can just kind of magic things and then make shit happen. Uh, yeah, I, th- I thought um, I really I really enjoyed her. I think she did a good job as well. Um, and I like that they kind of show her bilingual side, like she was speaking Spanish at the beginning of the movie. Um, and it was really great to kind of see another young character pop up. Like, I don't, I don't, I know a lot of people have problems with like a lot of the young, newer characters coming up in the movies to be the next big thing. Um, I actually didn't mind it. Um, she seemed her power set is real good. I'll be happy when she has control over it. So. I'm really glad you mentioned that because I love that she was speak she was able to speak some spanish in this yeah. movie like i love that so much uh i'm really glad that happened one of the things that i did not know was that witchcraft and sorcery are different what's the difference uh you'll have to ask dr stephen strange because um he is a sorcerer but wanda is a witch because he said something like whenever they were in the coffee shop or whatever talking about it um they said he said this is not sorcery this is witchcraft when oh, referring yeah, to yeah. the uh the symbols that were on uh shuma so i guess they're different because i use them interchangeably i guess if you think about it in wandavision when agnes brought her to their room i think witches use a lot of hexes and maybe incantation versus Doctor Strange does a lot of, uh, I guess, hand signals to summon stuff. What he uses, and she uses incantations. Maybe that would be the difference. That's something I can think of. Well, because they both, they both seem to use magic in a similar way. In like the fact that they do hand movements, which create things. Because mm-hmm. neither of them really speak spells. Um, I guess Doctor Strange does a little bit he i feel like he mostly just says where stuff comes from yeah like he usually just calls stuff out and then it yeah. happens like very much like anime like he'll <laughs> call it move. and then it happens yeah <laughs> but, but witches usually um will like actually have and and i say usually just because the mcu does what they want but i feel like witches usually cast spells and uh Maybe sorcerers don't. So is Harry Potter witchcraft or sorcery? I mean... Because again, I use them interchangeably. That's one of the things that I noticed was that evidently witchcraft and sorcery are different because I, I think I was just kind of under the impression that like generally speaking, not always, but usually when it's a magical woman they say witch a lot of times. Sometimes yeah. they say sorceress, but usually they say witch. If it's a magical man, they usually say sorcerer or wizard. Right. Yeah. Um, warlock also comes up, but usually it's... I just, um, I just all call it magic. 
Yeah. Trying to be PC, trying to understand all the terms. Yeah. A lot of times I just say magician. Yeah. Magician (laughs) covers all of it. There you go. Um, So another question that I have, do you think that the magic being used by someone matters? Um, as far as the color that's represented. So do you think that different types of magic are a different color, or do you think that the colors were simply used to show whose moves are doing what? Because Wanda does all of her stuff in red. Uh, the Steven that we know, most of his stuff is in gold. The evil Steven stuff was in purple. Do we think that the color represents anything specific like the type of magic being used or anything like that or do we think that it was simply a device to differentiate um brandon you want to go first brandon uh i think it was probably differentiate i would think um i i don't know probably i would think just a visual tool most likely um just to so it's not too confusing for the for the viewer but i'm not i'm not sure I feel like I want to say I think there is something to it, but they haven't come out and explained it yet. Um, just because I know when it comes to like energy, like Captain Marvel's energy is what is that gold? Um, I'm trying to think in in if there anybody else who uses energy yet. I mean, because uh, like the Ten Rings. Uh, yeah, that's the, yeah. those were in different colors depending on who had them. Yeah, and I think I think it, I think and also in the Eternals as well. Yeah. The energy was a little bit different. I think there is something to it. I, I do want Marvel to come out with, I don't know, some type of guide to let you know what's what. And there are some things that, like, I don't think that literally everything has to be explained. Like, there are some things I'm okay with, like, okay, magic. Yeah. There it is. Because they, uh, the MCU has a habit of trying to, like, science everything out. And sometimes it's like, no, magic is fine. Like magic can be the answer, and and that's okay. So, I also want to address I with Infinity War and Endgame. I have heard people say pretty much like Wong is useless or Wong didn't do shit. Wong, you know, why is he here in this movie? Wong did some shit. Like Wong showed that Wong is about it. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. I think Wong Wong has been pretty useful. I think he's just uses a funny device. Um, in this movie, he did step up to the plate. I thought they were going to make him another useless device uh, when he was going to get Shuma Gurath, Which, come on now, that's that's crazy that we got to see that character. Um, Marvel vs. Capcom Two is like that's literally that and one other comic book is I've only ever seen him in. Um, but I think because Starro in and uh, Suicide Squad, I think because they did a really good job of showing that one, I think they were able to do the Shumagurai. Because that's what um, one of the people with whom I was watching the movie brought that up. Uh, she was like, this reminds me of the thing from Suicide Squad. Yeah, I was like, yeah, um, that was a starfish and this is an octopus kind of. <laughs> but I, I, see, I see how you got there. Yeah. Uh, very similar. I think that they were like, oh, that can work okay like still very much um an ocean style kaiju that was you know fucking shit up yeah but he did de- he definitely stepped up in this movie yeah um another question that i have do you think dr strange 
remembers the the whole situation with Spider-Man and who Spider-Man is. Do you I think he was affected? Do you think he was affected by his own spell? Because yeah. he mentions, uh, like, whenever she says, hey, have you any experience with the multiverse? And he's like, yeah, with this spider kid. He remembers something. But do you think Doctor Strange knows that he's Peter Parker? Or do you think he, too, forgot with the spell? You want to go, Brian? What would you think? I think uh, I don't think he remembers him just because he called him Spider Man when they were sitting in the the shop talking to America Chavez and Wong, whereas in No Way Home he was talking calling him Peter by his first name. So I don't yeah think his identity. I and I mean I don't know if that could just be because this America person is brand new. We don't need true. to be referring to folk by first names. We're not there yet. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and I, I actually had a conversation too. Like, uh, somebody asked me the same thing today, and he knows who Spider Man is, but he doesn't know Peter Parker is Spider Man because on the spell they said they will hope everyone who knows Peter Parker forgets. Right. So, that's, yeah, that's what I think. At least that's yeah. my theory. Yeah, okay. no, that, I mean that that's my same theory too. So we think that uh, Doctor Strange was affected by it. Yeah, because didn't so. he didn't he wave bye to him anyway at the end? Uh, I don't remember. I, I, like he he said, I think he said bye to him or something. But. Probably right. I don't remember. And also, one of the things that um, I noticed that I guess doesn't matter because, you know, a villain's got a villain. Wanda definitely did not need to kill her because the fact that Wanda was able to, like, manipulate her mind and make her open the portal to send Doctor Strange and Christine where they went means that she could just do that but she's a villain dog yeah like a villain's got a villain because like you could you could just do that instead of extracting her power and killing her she's a child it's true and and wanda was like i ain't trying to hurt nobody but wanda was not she was playing no games wanda was killing folks that's why innocent folks yeah, that's my only issue. Like, it's kind of a departure from what is a little inconsistent from what we saw from at the end of WandaVision. Oh, like- I don't think I don't think I think I think it's correct. I think it should have been like that. And I'm actually happy that you just brought up WandaVision. What a segue that was um, while we're on that. So they answered my question that I've been wanting to know, like, how are they going to address the yeah. audience who never saw WandaVision? And yeah. I do think that this would be a progression of that character, because at the end of WandaVision, like, she was broken and she was she got the dark code and she was seeking a way to bring those guys back. And I mean, she's a mother who lost her kids. She's going to do whatever she can to get them back. I think I think it was a good, good representation. I don't know. Of, of the bedroom scene where she puts them to bed. Like, I, I thought that was like her coming to terms with, OK, you guys aren't real. This is you guys not being real is for the betterment of this reality. OK, cool. I'm coming to terms with my morning. My loss. I didn't think she was like, oh, yeah, all right, kids, I'm putting y'all to bed, but I'm about to go kill some people. To it's a combination you. of her, like, losing some. I mean, she lost her family. She lost Vision twice. True. And then she lost both of her kids. So, she like, she's gone mind. through a lot of stuff. And one of the things that I was going to say is I figured 
the reason she's like this is because of the corruption of the dark hole. Yeah, well, yeah, that too. Yeah, I think I, I agree. I absolutely agree. I just think they need to sell that a little more, like show what the dark holds power were, where it was just like dark holds messing with her. All right. Yeah, she's just she's just terrible. Another thing that I wonder: if Wanda's dead, does that mean that the spell on Agatha is broken? Ooh, I didn't even think about that. No, <laughs> yeah, I didn't didn't even cross my mind. Really, that's good good thought though. Yeah, I told you, I, I watched this in analysis mode right. uh, this time, uh, this first time because. We saw at the end of WandaVision, uh, she pretty much put a hex on Agatha and mm. made her believe that she is the nosy neighbor and she's just trapped in that forever. So if Wanda did in fact die whenever she brought the building down, assuming she died, does that mean that Agatha is free or no? I mean, she's um, getting her own TV show on Disney Plus, so we'll find out. That might be what it's based on, maybe. And so that I'm clear, was Agatha the one with the Darkhold up until? No, uh, no. Or, actually, or was it just was it just somewhere, and then Wanda went and found it? Actually, if you watch uh, Angels and Shield, they originally had the Darkhold. They had a whole season about having a Darkhold, and they mm-hmm. ended up, if I remember correctly, I think they ended up either burying it or losing it. And then that's when, um, I don't know who got it next. Was Agatha got it next or Scarlet Witch got it next? Uh, whoever got it next. But they were the original ones to find the dark hole. Ah, didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Uh, see, and that's why that's why we have a range of us here. Yeah, look at that. Uh, we make sure everything's covered. Right. What did y'all, what did y'all think about the, um, the visuals of the multiverse hopping? I think that they said, "Hey, what's the uh, what's the special effects budget?" <laughs> the answer was all of it. Yeah, all of it is the budget because they. I mean, the first Doctor Strange movie was visually ridiculous, like yeah. a good kind of ridiculous, like a stunning ridiculous, and they doubled down on that in this movie. It was. If if anybody watches this movie high, oh my god, I want to see it in 3D so I know high is just another level. <laughs> yeah, like if, if you're high on anything, like if you're on weed, that's one thing. If you decide to go shrooms or like acid, oh yeah, you oh, might not make it out. Yeah, you might not make it out. You'll be <laughs> in one of those portals. Yeah, George and Spencer and others too. Did you notice the first realm they jumped through? Oh, the living tribunal. Living Tribunal. I was like, yeah, bro, I saw that too. Bro, I was flipping out. Everybody else was like, what the fuck is wrong? What the hell is wrong yeah, with you? Yeah, I, I saw that too. Uh, my wife was like, well, like, what are you talking about? Like, okay. Bro, I was like, you didn't see those big heads? Yeah, I was like, bro, the Living Tribunal, they went there. I was like, bro, I was flipping out. Um, so I guess just a quick overview of who the Living Tribunal is. And actually, I don't. They mentioned it in the first movie, I want to say. There was a staff, I believe, um, that someone had to live in tribunal. I feel like somebody, yeah, I think you might be right. They mentioned it a little bit, but I know Dr. Strange, comic-wise, Dr. Strange has had a lot of contact with the living tribunal. So basically, it's a an all-powerful being, um, sort of like 
the closest thing to compare it to would be like a celestial that yeah. was in the Eternals. So it's just like an all powerful being, um, and just it, it's just full of cosmic power. Um, just a quick overview. I don't want to go into a, a teaching moment on this one, but it was it was very good to see. That was cool to see that one. Yeah. Um, for people that don't know, if you watch it again, look at that first scene where she hops the universe and to be like the three headed yellow looking uh, humanoid thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, after after you listen to this, definitely watch the movie again and just see if you notice uh, a few things because. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't have some comic book knowledge, uh, if you did your due diligence as far as watching the before material, which really just includes the first Doctor Strange, One Division, and Spider Man, uh, yeah, no the way last home. one, No Way Home. I I wanted to say Far From, and I was like, no, it's <laughs> not the, not that one. Uh, yeah. And Spider Man Three with Tom Holland, then. Um, I think that you will you'll you'll notice more than you thought you would, right? Yeah, and because the, again they pack this movie up with with some content, bro. I, that's what I, I liked about it. It reminded me of like uh, Infinity War. Like start was kind of not slow, but it was like start a little bit, and then they they you're oh, you're gone. Like they don't take no there's no down period. It's just they gone from forget which I like. Because yeah. for me, I think the only slow moment was in the coffee shop when they were doing exposition. Yeah, yeah. But that, was a, that was like if there was a slow moment to call, or I guess at the wedding. Yeah, but, probably the wedding. I was gonna say maybe when they when Doctor Strange started talking to the uh the other the dark Doctor Strange, but that wasn't really they started yeah, using no, we yeah, we, we needed that. Like that, yeah, yeah that, that that got uh live quickly. Yeah, that music was dope too, by the way. Yeah, I was gonna say one more thing too. That something I really like that they keep bringing up is the fact that these people living in this universe have to deal with the blip, because in five years we saw Christine was in a whole nother relationship and she got end up married. Because at the end of the first Doctor Strange, you thought they were gonna probably end up being together, yeah. But he blipped, and everyone keeps asking him, "Was that the only way?" And he's just like, "That's all I had. That was the one way." Yeah. So I like yeah. that they are still everyone's still dealing with the after effects of being flipped away. And that's the thing. I think that a part of the reason that Wanda was so like Wanda holds Doctor Strange partially responsible for this. I think that in Wanda's mind, yeah. uh, Steven, this is your fault. Because yeah. of all of the you watched all of this happen and you're the one who gave him the time stone. You are the reason he was able to get as far as he did. I blame you. And, you know, if we're throwing blame around, it sounds like a lot of people are saying that, uh, Stephen, you, you're a problem. Yeah. Yeah. His yeah. arrogance. It's true. I, yeah. I love, yeah, I especially love, yeah, Wanda, like, throwing it back in his face. But mainly, I love that they, like, showed how powerful Doctor Strange is and can be if he kind of took it a little too far. Yeah. Like, Talked about like all the stuff he can do, and and like they talked about on the other uh, multiverse, he went out on his own and just so started and him. just handled it. Exactly, like looked through the black world. Like yeah, like I, I like that they showed how powerful he is and how close he is to maybe stepping on the wrong side of things. So yeah, because it would be it's as we've seen, it's very easy for Doctor Strange to step into being 
Mm -hmm. evil and thinking that, you know, this is a for the greater good situation, but being corrupted by the power that he gets or that he has. Right. Right. Because it seems like every version of Steven that we've seen other than 616 ends up being terrible. Yeah. Trash. Like just and not I mean, like a terrible person or rather willing to do really bad things. Yeah. yeah, yeah because yeah. a lot. So from what we've seen so far, we watched Doctor Strange in What If uh, Shang Tsung, a bunch of random creatures and <laughs> become Strange Supreme. Yeah, we saw this Doctor Strange at the beginning of this movie willing to sacrifice this poor girl. We saw a Doctor Strange who went out on his own and basically got ruled against by the Illuminati to death for what he did. Oh, such we, a great saw, scene. we saw a Doctor Strange who caused an incursion in his on his own Earth and yep. who was wielding the Darkhold and already had he was already on his evil shit. So every version of Doctor Strange that we've seen is not a good dude. Yeah. And that's why the Illuminati was like, every version of you is fucking terrible. All yeah. of them. Yeah. I wanna, and of I'll course, 616 had to be like, yeah, but I'm the main one, so I can't be that bad, right? Yeah. I want to talk about uh, two things. Wanda wrecking the entire... Um, what, what do they call again? Not the... Um, what's, what's the place where the... Taj Mahal, not Taj Sanctum Mahal. Santorum, the uh, <laughs> Comertage. Yeah, Comertage. Can we? She just completely wrecked them all. Yeah. She she walked in and was like, "Guys, I'm trying to be reasonable." Yeah, right. she said, "This I'm, is me being reasonable." I, and that's the thing; it's not. But like, honestly, under the circumstances, it kind of yeah. was. Like For her. Yeah, she was like, "I could ruin everybody's day, real right. quick," and she did. She did. Um, <laughs> Bec oh, 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 I forgot to mention when she crawled out of that fucking gong. Mirror? Oh, man. Oh, no. I that whole like, reflection oh, scene. Yeah. Oh, no. I don't like any of that. See, I thought I thought that America Chavez was going to maybe get grabbed and pulled into that port, the water port or whatever. But yeah, she ended up coming out that. I was like, oh, my yeah. goodness. Same. I thought, yeah, I thought a hand was going to come out and just like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But no, when she crawled out of that gong, I was not ready. That was the moment I was like, oh, this is a fucking horror movie. Bro, when they, even like low-key when, uh... Because she didn't need to be, she didn't need to be cracking and shit. Right, like, right. They didn't need, you didn't need to do that, Wanda. You could have just well, like, walked out of it. But no, you had to like come out all contorted. Yeah. No, like... Even when they were like dreamwalking, remember when she was dreamwalking and like the Wanda in that universe was like helping her kids and walking off? And the camera looked and like somebody was kind of like stalking her a little bit. Yeah. And mm -hmm. then she stopped and looked. I was like, yo, this is creepy as hell. Like, yeah. yeah. And then whenever she had the Ultron oil on her face oh. from the murder spree that she had just, I was like, oh, this is a fucking horror movie. Yeah. Like I, some of that, I was, I was not, I wasn't walking in thinking I was seeing a horror movie and I should have known, but yeah, because I wasn't walking in thinking that. I was, like, not all the way ready for it. It was fine. I think it was great. I'm not a horror movie guy. And I was like, I'm 
I'm kind of enjoying what's happening right now. Yeah. Like it's it's done very well. Yeah, they, they did. They did a really good job with that. And especially because I knew that um, Moon Knight was supposed to include some horror things in it. And we'll discuss Moon Knight with you next week. But I knew that Moon Knight was supposed to include some horror in it. And it kind of missed the mark. Yeah. Uh, this but, this uh, one this is this this did it for us. Yeah, Scarlet Witch. Uh, uh and again, Elizabeth Olsen. Oh boy, oh boy, she did that. She stole the show for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I had I had no idea that they were going to be fighting. Uh, like I watched yeah, the one trailer. I didn't know that yeah, she was the bad guy. The trailer led me to believe that they together would mm-hmm. be fighting whoever, and that's one thing I'm like, and I'm glad I didn't watch any other trailers, but like, I'm glad that I walked in not knowing that. I'm yeah, glad that whenever, so like, whenever, me and Doctor Strange found out at the same time, like, right. oh shit. <laughs> that was one of the best parts of the movie when he was like, I didn't tell you her name. And that's I? like, she knew that. Oh right. man, yeah, and then yeah, you just see the whole like, entire world around her just change. It's you like, didn't oh, tell me damn. her name, did you? No, and then she's like, alright, I, I can pull down the curtain. <laughs> No more facade. You know what's going on. So bring her to me peacefully, or I'm coming to get her. Right. And and just know you don't want these problems. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I guess so. If we move forward a little bit, we've already talked about the Illuminati and you know that whole scene, the way they die, the way they're presented. Um, What happened after Illuminati again? Um, After the Illuminati dies. Yeah. Uh, they're yeah she's chasing them they're running away um and then they go into the world between universes oh yeah so oh yeah another thing so when i thought when they when dr strange and america chavez first traveled to the uh that universe they were in where they kind of stepped on that uh, memory pad i'm not gonna lie i thought that was gonna be the 2099 year like when it, mm. before they met the illuminati i was thinking because it looked everything looked futuristic so i thought we we're gonna see start seeing some 2099 characters um, I was and I was gonna be hyped for that too. Just kind of see some some different characters and kind of uh, me and Spencer were talking kind of off mic. Um, everyone thought that Tom Cruise was gonna be in the movie as Superior Iron Man. Uh, a lot of fans, uh, whoever did it, they were really good at doing it. Kind of photoshopped Tom Cruise's face onto Captain Marvel's uh, body during that scene. So they had a lot of people thinking that Tom Cruise was gonna be the Superior Iron Man in there. That's it. I saw that, and I thought it was a spoiler that I ran into on accident. Uh, I see. So I'm glad that it wasn't. That's a good segue. So do you guys, I, I guess the bigger question I have is for expectations for the MCU moving forward, I feel like is affecting the actual movie, or people's judgment of movies, of the actual movie itself. So do are you were you guys disappointed with the like scope of this movie, like, did you expect it to be bigger? Did you expect more things to happen? Are you were you okay with what happened? Uh, Spencer, you want to go first? No, I'll let you go first. Okay, I think I mean my expectations for the movie. I thought it was going to be very big. Like I thought, I thought this was the movie um, because, like I said, we we saw the first trailer and we heard you know Charles's voice. So I thought this was going to be the movie where they kind of introduced the multiverse as well as kind of show the other franchises that they picked up. So I thought we were going to see a universe, maybe see, you know, Professor X and maybe a couple X-Men in the background or something. I thought we were going to see the Fantastic Four movie, like just uh, like a little quick shot of them. Um, so I thought this was going to be that movie to kind of 
start bringing those universes over into the main continuity. And like I said before, I don't want the X-Men or Fantastic Four in the MCU. I want them to have their own uh, kind of franchise. Um, but overall, I mean, I, I do understand what you mean by fans having like huge expectations of it. And I think because we went into this movie, like not knowing anything, this was, it was actually like really good, a really good feeling. Um, but yeah, I, I want them to bring in the X-Men, but I, I still want them to do it correct. I went in thinking it was going to be bigger than it ended up being. Right. So because this is the multiverse of madness and because we saw how Spider-Man is typically relatively street level and relatively contained. Yeah. And then we saw what this third Spider-Man movie ended up being. And now we're walking into the guy that did that shit. And we knew that Wanda and Doctor Strange were the two main people in this movie. I thought, and we we heard Charles, like we knew Charles was going to be in it. So I thought this was going to be large scale up to Infinity War. Not quite up to Endgame, but large scale up to Infinity War. Right. Like, like somewhere between Civil War and Infinity yeah. War. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As far as like scale. And it wasn't. And I'm really happy with how it turned out. Yeah. But I, I was I was under the impression that it was going to be larger than it ended up being. And I'm really okay with the fact that it was the size it was uh, or that it covered the scope it did. Like I, and, and I think they did a really good job of using the same person multiple times. I think it's that multiverse word that makes our expectations go grand. Yeah. And, um, and that's the thing, because typically whenever you talk about a multiverse, if you do it in animation, you can literally do what you want. Yeah, like, you do anything. like it's open to, all of the things because all you need is a voice actor and somebody who can draw. But whenever we're looking at this situation that we had, there's a lot that, you know, they couldn't really do. Like one of the questions that I asked myself was, is the reason they used Maria Rambo because Chadwick Boseman died? Why is it that? Because Black Panther is a part of the original Illuminati. Oh. And they pulled some of the original members, but some of the members were not originals as well. Yeah. And so that was one of the questions I asked myself was, I'm sure Black been, was Black yeah. Panther supposed to be on this board? And yeah. the reason he wasn't because of Chadwick Boseman, R.I.P., um, his unfortunate passing. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I, I, uh, I think the MCU has an expectation problem right now, and I think they they need to do something about it because I think, like you said, the title in itself kind of is kind of misleading a little bit. Like we got multiverse, but did we just get did we get madness? Yeah, because I, I thought we were going to see Dharmamu again. I thought that we were going to see all kinds of variants. Right. Like, I, I thought it was going to be, like, because it was wild, but I expected much wilder. Yeah, I think the issue is, and I like you said, I think the movie was great. I enjoyed it. 
And I liked that it was a little more contained. I liked that it was an actual sequel instead of just a launching point for, you know what I mean? It wasn't like Captain America Civil War, obviously, is a Captain America movie, but we know that's more of a like a, almost an Avengers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, that was barely a Captain America movie. Exactly. So I'm glad it was more of a Doctor Strange movie, but I understand why fans would think this was going to be Infinity War level because we just saw Loki. We just like I think they just need to do a better job with their trailers. I think they need to do a better job. Yeah. And I think they need to do a good job of like leading us somewhere because right now we don't have a, we don't have a, we have no direction right now. We don't have a main villain. Remember in phase one, we had Thanos. Well, and we, we have, have we have Kang, uh, or Kang is the future. I mean, but he's supposed to show up in Ant Man, so we don't know what's yeah. going to happen in Ant Man. I'm saying, like, it, I guess only a few things are heading in that direction, where the other stuff is kind of like, you know, in limbo a little bit. Which I'm cool with Doctor Strange not having to do with Kang right now. He has a bunch of other villains. He, oh, he needs, yeah. but yeah, I just think expectations are a little fishy right now. So then. Are you under the impression that this is going to affect Marvel's ability to produce street level? Or rather that this is going to skew people's ability to accept anything that's not cosmic? I, I think, actually, I think that's a good question. I think, honestly, I think they have a great opportunity to kind of like take it back a little bit street level because we all know street level, we're not expecting 19 different characters they kind of get that street level you get to hone in a little bit so so i do think i think they have a tough time if they do anything cosmic it's gonna be tough like people are gonna expect a lot from thor uh love and thunder a lot from see i, see, I don't know I don't, I don't think a lot of people are expecting a lot from from a thor guardians movie um i, I feel like dark i think people is think it's different. gonna be i agree like i thor and guardians that's a comedy Straight comedy with some with some True. lightning in it. Yeah, and like I don't I don't think it's gonna have any effect on the future going forward. But a Doctor Strange character, like Spencer said, like we just saw this dude break the multiverse in Spider Man, and now he's about to get with the most powerful being that we just saw in WandaVision. Um, and so I think that's why kind of expectations went kind of high because those two characters on itself. Like we didn't know who the villain was gonna be because like who it's like those two characters are fighting somebody like who is that character gonna be that they need these two powerful people to go against right. but they end up being each other so with Thor and Love and Thunder I don't know how grand they're gonna get with a Thor um, oh yeah sure yeah I, I don't think they're gonna I don't think the expectations are gonna be they're gonna introduce some big new thing I think it's just gonna be. Once you introduce space and all that stuff, it's just a little harder. Yeah, it's it's, it's so much stuff with space. And that's the thing. Because Thor is in space, they have a lot of room to do. Like, they could do about anything they wanted. True, yeah. And that's why I'm wondering what people's expectations are. Because on one hand, we know that it's going to be a comedy. Right. Uh, The Eternals are going to show up. We'll see, because uh, they're they're, uh, they're they're in space now, or at least few well, of them. I, I, like, I thought they were well, yeah, the ones that didn't get uh, reprimanded, I guess. Yeah, but yeah, I on one hand, it, it's looking like it's just going to be a comedy. Uh, on the flip side to that coin, they are able to explore the vastness 
of space and the Marvel Universe at large. They have access to pretty much everything that's not happening on Earth. Right. I think I think they're going to run into the same issue they've run into this one with the Ant-Man quantum room. And I know Ant-Man... Oh, I was going to say that. Yeah, usually isn't on that type of scale, but just quantum realm, like... Yeah, you're introducing a couple more realms when you go super small. You know, one thing that bugs me, too, um, that I'm thinking about more, I don't know when Spider-Man became such a time traveler. Like, he did it once in the comics, and everybody loved it. But now, I feel like with that last movie... Uh, it's it's completely random with that, but the, but with that last movie, everybody's expecting him to always be this yeah. outer space guy, yeah. and like it happened in uh, what was the the movie? Oh, Infinity Wars! Like he's outer space. Like Spider Man don't go outer space like that. Well, and that's why a lot of people are of the opinion that the MCU ruined Spider Man, oh, or rather, the MCU's version of Spider Man has been ruined by what the MCU has going on. Yeah, which well, I'm happy they reset him. Yeah, and like, movie. now that they've reset him, he can go back to being street level because he has no one. Yeah. Like he literally know. no one. So I, I struggle with it because it's like to me, and you know, I'm not, I want to preface, I am not a Spider-Man fan. To me, Spider-Man is the John Cena of the MCU. He is the oh, okay, he's popular. All right, we're gonna shove him in literally everything. Like yes. He has no business being here, but we're going to shove him. We're going to give him the belt. And that man going to be in literally Infinity War, like cosmic level stuff. They're going to shove it. it. That even happened in the comics. So, so it's like, I don't know. I, well, that's I why I said like, that hard reset. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I, I think yeah, the hard reset will allow him to be like More smaller. But since Sony still owns him, I don't know what his future holds. I think they I think they had they they said they're working on a deal to do one more Marvel project and then they're gonna do the Sony project. Yeah, Sony, who knows? Um, but getting back to Doctor Strange though, towards the end of the movie, um, I mean I we kinda we kinda touched on a little bit. What do y'all think? Do you think Wanda's dead? I don't think anybody's dead except for Uncle Ben, Black Widow, and Iron Man. I I don't think she's. I hope I hope they keep because, her away. Though, and I was gonna say, I guess like regardless of how powerful you are, you can be crushed. I guess that's what this movie has taught me. I mean, didn't Iron Man basically get crushed by like a meteorite and was good? Oh well, maybe you're right. Thanos did throw a moon at him. Yeah, and oh he, yeah, he ate that shit. But. Yeah, I guess because we watched Maria get crushed, and evidently she's dead. And we watched Wanda get crushed, and evidently she's dead. So I guess that's the secret. So I don't think she's dead. So does that mean we're going to get a a show or movie where Vision is grieving? I also don't think she's dead. And I kind of wonder what the future of White Vision is. Yeah. I wonder if we're going to see him again. Yeah, I wish... Or I wish... Vision was in this movie, maybe like a flashback. I don't know. I just wish he was in this movie a little bit. But I, I figure if he would have been, he would have been in one of the flashbacks. Yeah, I would have to because I was going to looking like a single mother for a little bit. If he was in the movie, then he would have reined her in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, the, yeah, I think that's why he wasn't in it because they needed her to stay on ten. 
True. Yeah, I just wish they would have, I don't know, flashback of, like, why she's on team. Because to me, it's still a little... Well, and the reason, again, I think the reason they didn't is because Marvel said, no. Go back and watch. (laughs) Go back and watch the shit. Like, you've already spent enough. You've already spent this time. So just go back and watch it. Because, Jordan, do you think that they addressed the people who didn't watch the TV shows and who didn't keep up with the history? Or do you think that Marvel was just like, no, fuck them. They'll go do they'll, They'll go back. I think I think they teased it. Um, so like I went with my wife, she she watched a little bit of shows with me, um, but she didn't fully under she didn't see the end or anything. So she understand like, hey, these kids were around. So she sort of understood where these kids came from. Um, I think they did an OK job with um, kind of bringing it in. I feel like if you watch the shows, then you fully understand what she's going through. If you only watch the movie, you kind of like. I mean, why does she care about these kids so much? That sounds like they weren't even real. So you, I feel like you don't have that understanding. Right. Yeah, I and think that, they, yeah, they expect you to watch the shows, basically. Yeah, because that's that's what I think. I think that they were like, no, nah, y'all, you'll you'll go back if you want to know. You'll go back because my wife watched the movie and she was very confused. Right. And she she didn't watch one division she kind of just like read a synopsis of what happens in it Mm -hmm. and she was like okay i kind of get it now right yeah Yeah, but until you actually see it then you i feel like it's one of those things where you fully watch it you understand like because she mentioned i can't remember exactly what she what she said about vision in the movie but she said she she saw she put a hole through vision's head that was when she pulled the mind stone stone, the mind stone okay that's what that's yeah okay because I was trying to remember what happened to Vision in in uh in one division. Like I remember they fought against each other. I think I White Vision just left, and uh the Vision that wasn't White disappeared whenever she released the hex. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Yeah. So I mean, so she lost Vision again. Yeah. Um, I need to watch it again because I just want to get her temperament at the very end. I feel like she was better off than I'm thinking she was. Maybe, well, maybe that's one of, that's one of the things where you think somebody's good, but you don't know they're truly good. Because I think the last thing we saw her doing was reading the book and like yeah. floating. Like that that's was the last was. thing we saw. She was so, so she's been with the dark old for a while when we see her in this movie. Yeah, like she's and, just she's just researching. Right. And like you said, I just feel like they sh- they either need to do a better job of showing us why she turned over or do a better job of convincing us how powerful that book is. I think they, they did. Have- I think they did, though, because you see that Dr. Strange and I mean, he seemed like he was out of control and he had dark hole for a while. And I feel like they, they mentioned a few yeah. times. Yeah, maybe. I just feel like they didn't show what he actually did. They just showed like he was he looked like he was struggling. But if you watch What If, you know that that's Doctor Strange who kept trying to bring back Christine. So they're trying to make you go back and watch their shows. Yep. I watch. Didn't watch that one. Because they're, yeah, they, they call back to a lot of things. I think that was the best episode on What If 2. Uh, the Strange Supreme, I agree. Yeah, best episode. I, mm. I did enjoy the Killmonger episode, but... Yeah, the, the, maybe even, to me, my favorite was uh, T'Challa, but Oh, I get man. Oh yeah, I, I, I that was a good one. But yeah, like because Killmonger. Oh, that that man was getting shit done. Yeah, no, he was the market folks. So, I guess, what would you guys rate the movie? As at this moment, just saw it at out this, of ten. At this moment, it's looking it's looking real nine ish. 
for me. Brandon? Uh, I think we talked about this the other day. I was going to say seven and a half, but then I'm moving closer to an eight. I'm moving closer. I'm going to say seven and a half for now. I do want to see it again. Uh, so I'm going to say seven and a half. I think for me, yeah, we talked about it the other day. I gave it a nine the other day. Um, but the more we talk about it, and the more I'm just thinking about everything that happened in the movie, I think I'm going to stick with a nine. I think I'm, I think I'm comfortable at a nine. I, I, re- I really enjoyed this movie. And, of course, I mean, the fact that I got this, my biggest thing was the fact that I got to see Charles in the hover chair. Right. And I got to see him actually use his powers. It it gave me hope for the X-Men franchise and MCU and not the MCU. And I will say, I think that I think that my nine is influenced by a lot of what this movie gave me as a fan. Yeah, that, that's probably true. If I'm looking at the movie on its own, it probably drops a little bit, but because of some of the fan service. And the, I mean, I'm not going to say this movie was contained because again, it was wild, but the, it was contained compared to what I thought it was going to be. Right. And that containment helps it in my opinion. I I, I feel like with what I thought it was going to be, they kept it pretty tight. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I I'm really I appreciate the fact that they did that. Yeah, you could tell by like the runtime. You were like, I was shocked. Two hours. I was like, oh, yeah, interesting. yeah. They they kept it tight because I I was prepared for like three hours and thirteen minutes. Right, right. Yeah, um, it Also seems like before we wrap it, it, also seems like they're doing really good at the box office. I could tell you that. Um, oh, it's an MCU movie. The MCU is poised to just kind of any anytime the MCU comes out I mean, with a large movie, it? it's going to be yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> whenever the okay, whenever the MCU comes out with recognizable people, they're gonna like just scoot into the top twenty five highest grossing. Like that's just how it's got to be. Eternals. Did nobody know who the Eternals were? Like nobody. Nobody knows what's going on there so whenever you bring in somebody new very hit and miss we'll see what happens when you bring somebody who's got recognition because with the spider-man i'm pretty sure spider-man's going to crack the top 25 highest grossing i'm pretty sure this movie's going to crack top 25 highest grossing we will see what happens with ant-man just because we don't know but thor probably going to crack 25 just because we know these people and we have watched these people grow and all of that but whenever you bring somebody brand new it's it's hit and miss on whether that's going to work because none like iron man didn't crack it captain like none of the first movies yeah i mean we're in a completely different time now as of i would say as of may 8th i'm reading it has made 185 million so it's only technically two days out uh because it came out the seventh eighth sixth it came out the sixth they were smart about that title man Multiverse Matt, you hear that and you like, I gotta go. Oh, Mother and Mother's Day weekend too. Everybody take their mom to go see it. It's yep. crazy. Releasing it on Mother's Day was weird. Uh, in because Wanda, it was a mother grieving. Look at that. Mm-hmm. They are yeah. strategic. But I, I think it was weird just because most people take their moms like out to eat. 
Yeah. Well, so, they're taking it, they taking their mom to go see Doctor Strange. Their mom like, what are we doing here? Like, who is Doctor Strange? Is he a doctor? Like, we already saw the doctor. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Um, any final thoughts on the movie? Pros, cons about the movies? I think Let's we discussed the pros, cons. Uh, like I said, I I I think that uh, I think what happened to Black Bolt was terrible. Like it, it got me. I, oh god, he's dead. That power <laughs> effect, though that that I'm sorry, just straight blue dark strange away. That was that's good. my point. The fact that that happened in his own throat through the back yeah. of his head. Yeah. Oh, I'm uh, I'm excited about even though she marked the Illuminati a little too fast and a little too crazy. Uh, I thought they made them a little little bitchy, but it's fine. I, I am excited about the future as in, like, you know, the different versions. Like, we're we probably going to get that Black Bolt, the Inhumans, or Fantastic Four, and all these different. So that, that was exciting. Yeah. Uh, Brandon, where do you see Doctor Strange going from here? I mean, he has Clea, of course. Where, where do you want, since this is your character, where do you want Doctor Strange to go from here? Thank you, man. I- I want him to dig deep. I want it to get dark. I want him to go. I want him and Clea to hit up the dark dimension. I want him to run into Mephisto. I want him to run into Dormammu. I want to run into uh, Mordo. Like, I want it deep dive. I love that we're reaching out and doing multiverse and all this. I really want it to just be a magic movie, like straight up realms and magic. That's it. Uh, Does the dark dimension exist on its own, like outside of universes? I'm pretty sure it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty I was sure. Say, I, I, I feel like Dharmamu transcends, like, yeah, the he's in universe. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay. So, yeah, if that's the case, then they will be able to keep that tight because there aren't going to be variants in different versions of shit. No, yep. there is one Dharmamu. Exactly. Yeah, they, they keep it tight. Adjust the way Dharmamu was used in the first movie. I like yeah. some of it. I think they learned. Yeah, exactly. I think they've. I think they're more accepting of comic book characters and like the way they look and being more cool with using that in actual movies, you know, than back in like phase three or whatever, four, whenever this came, the first one came out. I would agree. Um, I mean, and I think that they, I think they have a habit of misrepresenting cosmic level threats. Yeah. Yeah. I think they want to make it a little more palatable for the, for the casual viewer when it's like, dude, Dormammu was a dude with a, his head on fire and he has yeah. home. Like, yeah, flaming head and armor. That's yeah, like, it's what fine. he is. He's Ghost Rider, flaming head armor. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a little bit, but yeah, like just the comic book gave you what they look like. Right. Yeah. Like there's, there's are literally pictures. Right. Do that. Yeah, they made them all colorful and shit. I'm like, yeah, I don't know if that. Yeah, he's just he's just a big rainbow face. Right. <laughs> it's like that's not that's not what that's not what this is supposed to be. And you know, there are different versions of stuff, but no, we we have the technology. We can we, we can make it whatever it needs to be. So I think that I I would agree. I think that they are definitely a lot more comfortable doing more comic accurate representations in 
movies and shows right yeah as far as the look because um i was worried about whether they were gonna get moon knight right as far as the look mm. and he looked great yeah in Amazing. my opinion right off the page yeah like that was that was a very well done representation so i think that and the fact that they did that on the tv budget right. leads me to believe that they are more committed to comic accurate because that also feeds into the fan service-ness mm-hmm. because as a fan i want to see what i want to see right like well, yeah. yeah, what I what I have in my head for what these things need to be like when you do that well, then you know you've you, it it brings it up even more. Exactly. Yeah. Um, well, the next big Marvel projects that we have, uh, we have Miss Marvel coming out June eighth on Disney Plus, and then we have uh, Thor: Love and Thunder comes out July eighth. So we have some more Marvel to look forward to this year. And of course, and of course, we will we will be you know talking about it just like we always do, and we'll be talking about some non Marvel stuff as well. That is correct. Um, well, let's uh, let's get to it then. Let's don't forget to follow us on Twitter at the LMG Podcast. Um, that is the League of Melanated Gentlemen Podcast. Uh, we're also on YouTube. You can go back and watch our draft. Uh, on YouTube, and that is League of Melanated Gentlemen. You know, search that on YouTube, and you know, you can see our beautiful, wonderful, gorgeous faces on there. See what we actually look like. You know, I never know what often my favorite podcasters look like, but you can see us now. Mm-hmm. Um, all so, the melanin with all <laughs> the madness I have inside of me, and on this madness that we have on this podcast, we're never duplicated. Always appreciated. And forever melanated. Mm-hmm.